Hello, bitches. Welcome to the Potty Mouth Pep Talk Podcast, where I try to help my listeners get out of their own way and get shit done. I am your host, Elaine Terso. Let's dive right in. Hello, bitches. It has been a while since I've been here with you on the Potty Mouth Pep Talk podcast. I am so excited to talk with you today. Today, we're talking about money. Get ready. Do you struggle with charging people money? Do you struggle with pricing yourself? Do you struggle with accepting money? Do you struggle with the idea of charging too much money and worry? and have fear and doubt. So I want to share a story with you. A client of mine uh, made a beautiful, she is a, a graphic artist and made a beautiful painted um, thing for a police department. And uh, when it was time for them to pay her, she undercharged herself and the, and the, person was like, but you're not charging me enough. That's not, that's not a fair price. Like you're, you're undercharging. And she kept trying to offer more money and offer more money and offer more money. And my client didn't take it. She couldn't like it. It was not, she had something kind of keeping her stuck in this place. And it got me thinking as I was going through, you know, my, my pep talk, I love to give pep talks. They're one of my favorite things, but it, it landed on my own self-realization, which is what I wanted to come and share with you today. So the story is two years ago, I went on a retreat and I was in this place. I was a photographer and I was struggling with, do I want to still be a photographer? like I was just not feeling it anymore. I was really honestly looking for permission to let it go. And instead I was challenged to go around the room and introduce myself as charging $50,000. And that made me want to barf dead, made me want to barf. And I think what happened, I I've had the self-realization today, which is why I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I have to I have to talk about this because it's fresh on my heart and it's like, holy (laughs) F-bombs is why I struggled with the idea of charging someone $50,000 in my business as a business consultant or coach or mentor or anything like that, helping people launch their business. All, I do so many things. I help so many people in so many different ways. But why do I struggle with charging people the, what I'm worth? And here's what it boils down to. Telling someone that I charge $50,000 led me to this place, this realization today that I struggled with, am, what are the expectations that are going to be put on me by this person who I'm charging $50,000. Doesn't matter the price. Could be 25,000, could be 100,000, it could be a million dollars. Doesn't fucking matter. The expectations 
that I was putting on myself of what if I can't meet their expectations of what they believe the transformation that they're going to receive? What if I don't meet that expectation? What if I disappoint them? Which that statement of I'm going to disappoint them goes back to my 14-year-old self who skipped school, got caught, which is a whole nother story, very funny, by the way, where my dad told me that he was disappointed in me because I was the good girl. I was the oldest. I was the only girl. I was a straight A student. Like I didn't really get in trouble. And here I was 14 with my best friend. Let's skip school, go hang out with our boyfriends. Hmm. Right. And my dad was disappointed. He said, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed, which, you know, as a child, that is like, take away my birthday, but don't be disappointed in me. And I carried that story with me. And it only came from, you know, a few years ago, as I started doing personal development work using uh, with an EFT practitioner, that that's kind of where it came from. And the thing is, is my dad disappointed in me today? Hell no. My dad is extremely proud of me. And he has told me on numerous occasions that he is proud of me. So why am I so focused on the disappointment? Well, let's, let's break that down a little bit. The disappointment, like that, you know, it says it's easy. It's, it's how many times does it take to um, break a negative comment? Like you have to say multiple positive things about someone to break a negative comment. And I didn't really truly realize the depth of that feeling until today, which means I have some work to do. I have some work to do. And it's just absolutely fascinating to me how we can walk around all having all these feelings and deep-seated emotions that we don't want to deal with because dealing with them means we have to feel the feelings. Yuck. Who wants to do that? I don't, but it's what's necessary in order for me to move through this. I have to come to terms with it. And I have to ask myself, even if my father were not proud of me, I have to be proud of me. So even if you grew up in a home that was not full of love or compassion or empathy, or maybe there was addiction, maybe there was poverty, maybe there was homelessness, maybe there was abuse, we all got something. And, but here's the thing, we get to choose the story that we want to live with. We get to choose how we want to show up in the world. We get to choose whether or not to allow our past dictate our future. We get to choose. And I am choosing to not 
allow the fear of disappointing someone dictate my success in my business any fucking longer. Today is a new day. Today is a new day. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to this because I just really hope that it resonates with you. I was talking with my husband and telling him about my epiphany that I had. And he says, wow, like I feel the same way. I've been trying to encourage him to start his own little business with football coaching. And he's like terrified. And it, he said, I didn't realize that that's how I felt too, that what if I'm charging people money and I don't meet their expectations? What if I disappoint them? What if they say that it's not worth it? What if, what if, what if, right? We can live in what if land and get nowhere. What if land brings me zero value? (laughs) Shoulda, woulda, coulda, can't change it. Okay. Uh, So let's get out of what if land. Let's move on to possibility land. Let's move to possibility land. What's possible for you if you were to shed the shit and move into a place of choice and intention and purpose and impact and confidence and empathy and compassion? What happens if we move from what if land to possibility land? what changes for you? Everything changes for you. Everything would change. I know that change can feel really scary. And I know that it can have a lot of fear involved with change. And it's possibly out of our comfort zone. And I want to share another revelation that I had with you recently. So I am um, writing a chapter in a book um, about of this new personality type called the endotype formula. And I am a clarifier. My personality type identifies as the stubborn pineal clarifier. (laughs) Stubborn. That's all I heard was stubborn. And I'm like, that's not, stop me. Little tiny bit, but whatever. It's a, it's a whole thing, by the way, endotype.com. If you want to take your personality test. Anyways, I digress. The Interesting thing is that I, I've kind of made jokes around having a self-saboteur named Sally. Okay. Saboteur Sally is her job is to keep me safe, but she's a nag in my ear and sometimes says negative things, challenges me, questions me, and is kind of an, what I call an annoying bitch. Like she just won't shut the hell up. And so I have created this visual that I do for myself where Sally and I are in a car together. I'm driving, she's trying to drive. And I'm like, no bitch. And I put her in the passenger seat. Well, now Sally still has access to the radio and she really wants to listen to country music. And I'm not jiving with that. That's just not my jam. And so I put her in the back seat. Well, now she becomes the backseat driver and the backseat driver is just in your ear. Why didn't you turn there? You should have gone there. This is no, you're supposed to turn here. I don't want to listen to it. So I pull over and I snatch her ass and I put her in the trunk. Now, Sally can't say shit. I can't hear anything that Sally is saying. And I was challenged recently to think that potentially Sally 
is not there to hurt me or to uh, keep me from obtaining my goals. Sally is there as a tap on the shoulder to say, are you sure that's, are you, are you good? But I was too busy trying to shut her up because I thought that she was going to tell me that I couldn't do it. I wasn't willing to even listen to her and hear what she had to say. I wasn't willing to hear her out because I automatically assumed that she was trying to keep me from obtaining my goals when she was in the back seat and becoming the back seat driver and trying to get me to turn here and turn there. I was too busy on my own path that I wasn't willing to consider another way. So I've decided to change Sally, the saboteur into shifting Sally. So Sally's job now is instead of trying to sabotage me, her job is now to help me shift my thinking. And I encourage all of us to really examine what is really truly going on. If you were really to stop and listen to that voice in your head, what are they really trying to say? Are they really trying to hurt you or are they actually trying to help you and keep you from danger and keep you from, I thought she was trying to keep me from life experience. I thought she was trying to keep me safe in a bubble where I never got hurt and I never learned anything. And I, I wanted to learn. And sometimes that means we have to learn through mistakes failures. There are no, I don't believe in failure. I believe, I believe in learning opportunities. And I was like, no, you're not going to keep me from learning. I'm going to make mistakes and then I'm going to learn from it. But she had other opportunities and she had other pathways to get to the same destination, but I wasn't willing to listen. And one of my things that I'm really like, mm, is to be a better listener. I need to be a better listener to my clients and I need to be a better listener to my own intuition, my own intuition. I allow everyone else to borrow my own intuition and I silence my own. Why is my intuition, my Elaine, the brain, my pop rocks good enough for everybody else, but not my own? What in the absolute hell is that about? Whew, I know I've unpacked a lot on you today, but I want to thank you for listening. And I hope that this resonates with you in some capacity. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to subscribe to the Potty Mouth Pep Talk podcast and have a fucking awesome day.